0: the hard shoulder. On News Talk with Nissan. Let's go the distance by keeping our distance. Nissan. Innovation that excites. Well, now on this week's On The Couch session, where we alternate between physical and mental health, I'm delighted to be joined by Reza Kalbasi, who is a consultant coro, colorectal. What, Ivan? Co, yeah, it's down there, you know, in the bottom of your tummy. Colorectal minimally invasive surgeon operating from the Beacon Hospital in, in Dublin. Reza, w- re- welcome to the programme and to On The Couch. Um, we're going to talk about colorectal cancer. What is it?
1: Hello, Ivan. Many thanks for having me again. Um, colorectal cancer, um, essentially, is a, is a cancer of the large bowel. So, involves the colon and the rectum.
0: Right. Uh, so, just, just tell me now, if I'm touching my tummy or my backside, how close to... Where, where are we talking about? So,
1: essentially, uh, the gastrointestinal tract starts from, from the mouth all the way down to the anus. So, we have the upper gastrointestinal tract being... You know, starting from the mouth going down into the esophagus, the stomach. The, and then from then on, then you've got your small bowel. And beyond the small bowel, then we have the large bowel. And the large bowel is the colon, the rectum and the anus.
0: All right. So how common is colorectal cancer?
1: Um, lifetime risks are roughly around 5%. So that's, that's an, you know, a worldwide risk. Uh, but obviously, the risks do increase with increasing age, um, and also there are risk factors. I mean, one of the main issues that I'm very interested in, and also, uh, as per se, um, to some extent, the topic of today um, is colorectal cancer in the young, because increasingly, we are seeing it in the younger age group. So traditionally, we associate it with, you know, a col- you know cancer in the large bowel, that occurs uh, with increasing age, so it's beyond the age of 50, 60, and, you know, 70s. And with increasing life expectancy, then obviously the risks do increase. However, we now are seeing it in the younger age group, defined as 20 to 49. Um, In our own unit at the Beacon Hospital, you know, we see, you know, we have our multidisciplinary team meeting that, you know, deals with cancer, and we are seeing, you know, increasing number of cases. And a lot of it may be due to our lifestyle, some of it may be familial, um, you know factors such as smoking, um, you know, increasing weight, lack of exercise, alcohol, all those uh, can be risk factors.
0: And are these risk factors of, of poor diet, obesity, lack of exercise, maybe too much alcohol, are they, are they particular to this type of cancer, or would they be applicable to any cancer?
1: They will be applicable to, 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 to so, so many of the cancers, such as in breast cancer and other cancers, but particularly in the case of colorectal cancer, you know, we see that these factors, certainly based on studies that have been done, uh, do play a part, um, as a result of which we do, you know, when we see um, patients with colorectal symptoms, uh, with bowel symptoms in our clinics, or we encourage GPs to, to really look at gastrointestinal health So gastrointestinal health being looking after yourself, doing plenty of exercise, making sure you have the right type of food, avoiding fatty food, you know, alcohol, either none or very much minimal. And those are really what we work at.
0: And um, you know the the way people would say to have lots of fibre and roughage in your diet would that make a difference to that? That would be helpful, cola?
1: absolutely. That would be helpful. So we the more the our, better, absolutely. We encourage our patients to 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 have a high fiber diet. We encourage them to have lots of fluids, lots of water, particularly, um, and lots ensuring of that coke, they're yeah. well hydrated. <laughs> avoiding fizzy drinks as much as possible. But the main issue is to try and have a very balanced diet. So this concept of oh, I'll just have a lunch or a dinner and forget about the rest. We encourage people to have a balanced, spread out diet. To the day so uh, you know a a dieted first thing in the morning with with um you know fiber in lunchtime and evening and ensuring that they do they get plenty of exercise into the day as well as much as they can
0: now uh what are the early signs particularly uh, let's focus on this younger age cohort they weren't expecting to have colorectal cancer what are the telltale signs that they might have it
1: the main symptoms that you know with um bowel cancer um, are those of, uh, and and I emphasize that not everyone with these symptoms would have bowel cancer, but some of the associated symptoms are rectal bleeding, change of bowel habits such as having prolonged periods of diarrhea or constipation, that's going, change of bowel habit that's going on for weeks and weeks or sometimes even longer. Um, Weight loss, some abdominal pain, sometimes patients present with anemia, a low blood count. So those can be associated with uh, colorectal cancer. Uh, in the case of colorectal cancer, if I can just explain, um, some patients just present with symptoms, so they come to our clinic or they come to endoscopy units and you know GPs do refer them um, just for endoscopy. So that's a procedure that we carry out to try and investigate the the gastrointestinal tract, either... What's uh, an endoscopy? Endoscopy is a telescopic examination, or as the layman will say, the camera. So it's placing of a telescope either through the mouth to look at the stomach or through the anus to look at the large bowel. It's done under sedation, and essentially is the gold standard for investigation of the large bowel in case one suspects, um, you know, an abnormality or, or, or pathology as per se.
0: And tell me this, a delayed diagnosis would that affect the outcome? Very much so, and that's
1: one of the main problems affecting the younger group. Um they as an example, they would have rectal bleeding. Um they would think, well, this could be something simple like piles or hemorrhoids. Um they would ignore the symptoms for a while themselves, then they use some local treatments from the pharmacy. They eventually they present to the GP. And uh, majority of GPs do go for an early referral. Some of them do um, treat them at a later date and bring them back and you know refer them. But really, you know what the message going out is um, to both patients, the population, and also our GPs is um, you know early assessment, early presentation to your GPs, um, get checked out and get referred for an assessment by a specialist because. Uh, although majority will not have cancer and majority will not have an issue and they might have something simple like hemorrhoids that could be treated. However, uh, there is a small proportion that may have a diagnosis of cancer and if we catch those early, then uh, the outcome is an awful lot better.
0: Is there any difference between men and women?
1: Um, We certainly have noticed in Ireland that the the incidence in men has been higher. Um, Not hugely, but of the order of about you know, just over 55% men to roughly around 40 to 45% women.
0: Okay, so you go to the GP, you've had a bit of rectal bleeding, and then you go for the endoscope, is that what yeah, you so, call yeah, it? And then you get a diagnosis that, in fact, I'm sorry, but you've got colorectal cancer. A, what is the normal course of treatment? And B, if 5% get it, how serious of all the cancers is it?
1: um essentially colorectal cancer looking at you know of of you know the 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 cancer incidents in ireland uh looking at the figures that are produced um in the country there colorectal cancer lies in the top four um previous years have referred to it as being second second commonest, but it's probably falling further down so um you know Skin cancer is common, lung cancer is common, breast cancer is common, prostate cancer is common, and colorectal cancer is common. So on that basis, you um, see your GP, um, you get assessed, um, they go through your symptoms, Uh, sometimes there are alarming symptoms such as weight loss, prolonged symptoms, a family history, if there's a family history, that itself Uh, needs to raise some alarms that you're having symptoms. There is a family history of cancer, so you should definitely be assessed. So um, then you get referred into hospital. As you mentioned, you have a camera examination or a colonoscopy at an endoscopy unit. Uh, And thankfully, there are many good endoscopy units of very high quality and standard in the country, including the one at Beacon Hospital. But the main issue is you get referred. So you either get referred directly for an endoscopy by your GP and one of these units will look after you and do the endoscopy uh, through one of the specialists um if you get referred to a clinic a specialist clinic then the specialist will assess you and arrange the colonoscopy if the diagnosis is made then there is a process of treatment where you will um clearly um you know you will have something found that represents the cancer you'll have some biopsies the biopsies will be sent away Your specialist will then talk to you, will then arrange to see you following the receipt of all the investigations, scans, various things that are needed. And then the treatment options, there would be several treatment options depending on where the cancer is in the colon or rectum, whether you need to go straight for surgery or whether you need to go initially for some preoperative chemotherapy or radiotherapy and then get to surgery. But the main issue is early diagnosis means better outcome and survival and doing much better. And this is very important in, in, well, both the older group but also in the younger group because younger groupers are working, um, you know, they've got young families and it, it can be quite an impact on, on, on both working life and also family life to be diagnosed with colorectal cancer. At
0: a young age. Finally, Raza, um, you know the way there are national screening programs for for cancer care. Yes. Uh, we've had, you know, the breast cancer, we've had the cervical cancer, and so on. And the controversy recently about stopped. Uh, is there national screening apart from you know someone has symptoms and they get a proper endoscopy and get a get a, a, a diagnosis? Is there screening for colorectal cancer?
1: There is a national bowel uh, screening program in Ireland. Uh, as elsewhere, um, I mean clearly because of the unprecedented COVID nineteen situation.
0: Because now that you mention now that you mention off. it, Raza, on my sixtieth, uh, R- Raza, uh, my sixtieth birthday, I got this thing in the post saying uh, to give a specimen sample Absolutely. of your stool and send it off, and it, like so, so it, it's at sixty, it comes in.
1: There is a program where sixty to sixty-nine year olds. Um, once they register with the National Bowel Cancer Screening Program, they are offered um, essentially a a test. So the the test is a stool test, and the stool test is done every two years. And if it is positive for blood, then you go for a colonoscopy. So that could be very much arranged. Unfortunately, because of the current pandemic, it is not quite taking place. The hope is that once you know, safety is is fully established. We can restart this, particularly as it involves a stool test. So it could be, it's the stool test is sent to your house, so there is very little contact as per se between you and someone else. You know, considering the risks of COVID. So I think, hopefully, you know, the department soon enough will will decide to to get the the program up and running, particularly in the case of bowel cancer screening.
0: My thanks to Dr. Raza Kalbasi a hard shoulder on new stock with Nissan together let's play our part by staying apart Nissan innovation that excites